Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our friend, the Hall of Famer, Bernie Federico, kind enough to join us, as he does every hump day on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm doing great, Randy. How about you guys? Everything's great. You were involved with the Chris Pronger number retirement ceremony on Monday night. You've been involved with a few of those. And how would you think the Blues did? Did you have fun with it? It was. It was very nice. You know, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's for Chris, obviously. I mean, uh, very deserving. And uh, I thought the, uh, what he had to say was fantastic. What Al had to say. And I thought the crowd response was, was absolutely fantastic. So it, it was a great night. And, and the, the game that followed, uh, about uh, 55 minutes of the game was fantastic. <laughs> I want to, yeah, right, exactly. I, I want to know from your perspective, you're an incredibly humble individual with all of the accolades, the Hall of Fame and having your number. Do you ever, when you walk into Enterprise Center, look up at your number? Uh, occasionally I do. Uh, you know, I think that, um, you know, obviously when you're looking around in the building, I mean, it's, it's, it's still very flattering to, to uh you know, realize that uh, no one else is going to wear number 24 again. And, uh, you know, you, you come in uh, to the league as, as a as a player that's given a number, and then all of a sudden if you leave and that's your number, it's, it's, it's pretty special. You don't ever expect that. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, it's it very, very humbling each and every time I do see it. And by the way, for those that aren't aware of it, and I believe it's in your book, 24 was not your first choice, was it? Well, no, not really. I played I, well. In those days, you really didn't have a choice. They didn't really give you a choice. But I mean, I, I wore junior uh, number fifteen in junior, and you know, had a lot of success with it. So I was hoping that I would be able to get fifteen. But when I, you know, got the opportunity to, you know, get called up, uh, Floyd Thompson was wearing fifteen. So I certainly wasn't going to ask him to, ch- to change his number. Why, why would I do that? <laughs> they gave me, actually, they gave me the first time I got called up, I actually wore number 14. Oh. Um, when I, when I got called up and I played, well, we played the one game in Colorado um, and I actually sat on the bench in Vancouver. We didn't get a ship, so we didn't get included in the game at all. Uh, didn't get credit for it. But when I did get called up in February, the second time, then they gave us me 24. And I don't know why, they changed or whatever it is, but I, I wasn't going to complain. I got what, what I was and was very satisfied with it. So that's kind of the way it worked out. Absolutely. Well, Bernie, a lot of things to talk about in that game versus Nashville, but the one that everyone seems to be talking about is another strong performance from Billy Huso. Do you think that he deserves more starts? Well, I don't know if the word deserving is there, uh, Michelle, to be honest with you. I mean, he is a, the backup goaltender on this team, and he is a very good goaltender. So, you know what, um, that's something that, that Craig will have to decide what he wants to do. I mean, you don't want to burn out your number one goaltender. And I think that we all know that uh, uh, Jordan Biddington has proven uh, that he is the number one goaltender in the National Hockey League. I mean, he won a cup for the Blues back in 2019. has been very, very steady. So, uh, yeah, I think that uh, – uh, you'll probably see Billy getting more starts because, uh, you know, it's still a long season. 
Uh, it's a spread out season and, uh, you know, he deserves to do that. But, I mean, I think the one thing that we can always say is that, I mean, look, at Charlie Lindgren played, played five games and he won all five of them. So, I mean, this is a pretty good team that is playing in front of them and the, the goaltending has been very, very solid, and uh, especially early in the games because I, I, the Blues, for whatever reason, have not started out well. We, we saw that again the other night uh, against Nashville. I mean, they were not very good the first 10 minutes of the game and then all of a sudden, you know, Billy had to come up with a number of good saves before – they seem to get it going, but uh, uh, I can never say anything bad about this goaltending. It's been absolutely outstanding, and I, I would expect that we'll probably see Billy get more starts, and you want to get both goaltenders ready when the playoff come times around. Bernie, it seems like it would be a natural reaction of players that are playing in front of a goalie to play differently sometimes. When you have Mike Liu making every save, you can do things a little bit differently, maybe take a few more chances in front of a Mike Liu than somebody who's not Mike Liu. Do you sense that that happens from a player's perspective? Maybe you're, you concentrate a little bit more on defense with one goalie rather than another? Uh, yeah, I think you do, Randy. I mean, uh, I think that, you know, with with the way the, the, this team, you know, they know, they know they can score goals. I mean, I think that's the one thing that they, they really uh, have no uh, problem thinking that, hey, if, if we give up a couple of goals, we're going to get them back because, I mean, I, this team can really score. But, uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that we always played uh, when we got our backup goaltender and we knew that we had to play a little more defensive style of hockey and because you know that when when Ludi was in for us he was going to make the big saves when we needed it anyway so you could maybe relax and and maybe take some more chances and uh, I don't think that's a good habit to get into but uh, I think there that, that probably on this team there is a little bit of that that you know when Jordan's in there they're they're pretty loose and relaxed they know they're going to get a big save and I and I think right now that they feel that same confidence with with uh, you know Billy Huso because the way he's played as well so uh, I think it's a, a a bad habit to get into, though. But but it certainly is a a nice thing to have in the back of your mind that if you make a mistake, that you're going to get a big uh, save from your goaltender anyway. Bernie, I want to go back to what you said about the Blues having slow starts at times. You know, they had another come from behind win in that game versus Nashville. It's the 14th of the season, tops in the NHL. So it looks at it's something that we are aware of, but not necessarily concerned about because the Blues find a way to come from behind and get get it done. But should that be something that as we get closer towards the playoffs that we look at as an area of improvement for the Blues? Absolutely. I mean, it's something that I'm sure that Craig is already talking about. I'm sure the guys talk about it in the locker room about uh, getting a much better start. But, you know, I think if you go back to, to the game on Monday, uh, I think that, you know, that ceremony, the guys were all on the bench listening. I mean, the guys have a routine that they go through each and every night, you know, whether it's kicking the soccer ball around and doing their little uh, games there. Some of the guys are out there stretching or doing whatever they're doing. So I think that was a, maybe the routine got uh, messed up a little bit because they're all sitting there watching the, uh, um, you know, the ceremony and, 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 you know, when the game started, I don't know if they were ready and because they weren't really in their routine, but uh, certainly it's, it's a, it's something you don't want to have. You don't want to play from behind in this league. I mean, teams are, are so good. And, and I think as you get into playoff hockey, the checking becomes a lot tighter. And then if you fall behind, I think it's going to be much more difficult to come back and, and, you know, get those goals and win the game. So I, I think that it, it's, I don't say it's concerning right now, but it's something I, I'm sure that they're going to work on and make sure that they, uh, that they have to be better to start games because they can't keep falling behind. Bernie, I'm interested. What was your pregame routine? Uh, you know, not much. I mean, I, I, I did some stretching, a little bit of stretching, and, and really I just kind of, you know, got into a quiet place and did a little, you know, bit of maybe meditating more than anything else. I wasn't really into – you know, some of the things that, you know, you we've, we've seen Ryan O'Reilly do and some of the guys with the soccer and this and that. 
um, you know, we weren't into that, but that was just something that came in, you know, after I was done with the soccer ball and stuff, but uh, I didn't do much. I was just, you know, drank a cup of coffee uh, you know, uh, and just got mentally ready to play. I mean, physically you're always ready because of, uh, you know, the practices that you go through. So it was, it was more of a mental thing for me. Hey Bernie, one more thing from me. The next time we see the blues and after their game on Saturday night at Vancouver, that'll be the midpoint of the season. Do you feel like they have an established identity? And if so, what what do you think the identity is of this Blues team at the midpoint of this season? Boy, Randy, you know what? I don't know if they really have established that identity yet because of the all the COVID and all the injuries mm-hmm. that they've had. There have been so many people in the lineup, in and out of the lineup, people with the goaltending in this, that I don't know if we can say that they've really established an identity. But I, I, I certainly like the depth of this hockey club. We've been talking about that from the beginning of the season. I mean, uh, this team can score goals, and we're seeing it from, you know, four lines. I mean, I don't know if we've ever seen a team that, uh, for the Blues, that have had this kind of depth through maybe, you know, three and a half, almost four lines. It seems that everybody can score and everybody can get the job done. So, I mean, I think if that's going to be the identity, I think it's pretty exciting to watch. Uh, uh, you know, I think that there's things that they have obviously have to work on, um, you know, on the, the defensive side of things. But, I mean, the power play is great. I think the penalty killing has been you know, much better than it was uh, over the course of the last couple of years. And the power play, when you're in the top couple of t- teams in the power play, you're in the top five penalty killing. I mean, special teams are awful good. So, I mean, I think they're establishing this. And it's really funny is that when you look at the standings, um, there's four or five teams in the Central that are right there still in. I mean, you'd think that the Blues, as many games as they've won here at home in, in a row, and, and, you know, what the first loss against Toronto, you'd think that they'd be running away with the division, but they're not. So, uh, I think there's still an identity that still has to happen, and and but I like you know no matter what the identity is going to be, uh, it's it's pretty impressive uh, how they're scoring goals and 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 uh, winning games. Bernie Federico, always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We'll be tuned in to you for the late games this weekend on Valley Sports. Thanks, Randy, Michelle. You guys have a great week too. Take care. That is the Hall of Famer Bernie Federico on 101 ESPN. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in. Over here. With a friend. And found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it.